Hi, this is Lifting Radio. Thank you for downloading this podcast. You're about to listen to Pastor Femi Manuel of Living Spring Chapel International. And I know that after this message, you're going to be lifted and inspired. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get notifications of new podcasts. Also follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at the Femi Emmanuel and join our live services on www.livingspringchapel.org slash live. You're lifted. the giant of ill health and I shared with you on divine healing and divine health that divine health is superior to divine healing divine health is the ideal living without being sick and I told you all the principles that go with it tonight I want to share on what I call defeating the giant of crisis marriages, problem marriages. That is another giant that must be killed. That's another giant that must be defeated. Problem riddled marriages is another mountain, another Goliath. You have heard so much about Goliath in this conference. I'm only applying them to practical issues of life. God meant marriage to be happy, to make us happy, to make us successful. But the devil has turned it around because of the carelessness of men. The Bible says, when men slept, when men slept, was when men lived in ignorance. When men slept, was when men operated with tradition and custom unknown to the Bible. When men slept, was our days of ignorance. Defeating the giant of a crisis marriage. Marriage is to make us better. But in many, many instances, it is making more people miserable than happy. And as I go on tonight, whichever one relates to you, please know how to pray. And not just praying, know how to turn things around. Somebody said, if you are sick, Physically, you need another person, a medical officer, a doctor, preferably, to examine you, diagnose, and tell you this is the sickness, and this is the prescription. But if you are sick internally, you are the doctor of yourself. So you know everything I have shared so far. You know where it hits you. Be sincere with yourself. The same thing with this. Talking about the giant of the, the marriage killers. There are marriage killers. And many marriages are on the death trial. Whichever area it affects you, address it before God. And if by the grace of God, 
you are not affected you are not afflicted keep it that way keep it that way and be happy many people in marriages are merely struggling they are not happy marriage is to make us better but they are bitter marriage is to make us better but they are bitter my first point is this marriage is of god marriage is of god exodus chapter 2 verse 18 exodus 2 18 god himself said it is not good genesis 2 18 genesis god himself said it is not good for the man to be alone i will make a help meet for him marriage is meant to solve problems which problems number one the problem of aloneness aloneness is a problem all alone by yourself nobody to relate with nobody to embody your heart to nobody to share issue with nobody to help you do these things or this the other god said this man cannot survive alone marriage is to remove the problem of aloneness marriage is to remove emotional problems emotional pressures he said it is better to marry than to born in order to check the sin of fornication and adultery he said let everybody marry his own wife and marry his her own husband marriage is to solve the problem of incompleteness neither is the man complete without the woman nor the woman without the man marriage is to solve the problem of unfruitfulness when two come together and relate they bear fruits marriage is to add value to our lives marriage is to add value so be asking yourself is my marriage adding value to me or removing value from me marriage is a value adder marriage is for friendship marriage is for life's friendship there are many people as i talk now christians that are secretly cursing the day they met their husband or their wives and they married them they are secretly cursing that day anytime they they remember that day they cry how did that where how did how or not did i meet this man how on earth did I fall, met this woman? And that is far from what God intended. I say to people, I have not found solution to this thing I want to say. The Bible says, What therefore God has joined together, let no man. My question is, What of what men join together? What of what ignorance join together? It is what God joined together that no man should put asunder. But from all you see across the divide, from all the marital crisis and problems, there are people that God did not put together, but somehow tradition, culture, ignorance, mistake, balu balu, issue, put them together. And they, it is fight to finish because they were never really meant to be together. But somehow they are together. And the public is not going to accept that you made a mistake. No. Not even the church world. The church world, we have nothing to do about it. You are already married, you are married. So, whether it is by mistake, I have had people say to me, Have you ever heard that before? He put voodooism on me. 
he married me with demonic force i didn't know what i was doing again then but whether you knew what you are doing or you don't know what the public will not want to hear anything about that the church public will not want to hear anything about that they will just say what god has joined together let nobody turn us on them giants marriage killers in anyone's marriage where the enemy is having in road today the hand of the enemy shall be removed i thought your amen will be greater than that god meant well for humanity by bringing marriage marriage is to be rewarding beneficial marriage is to make us better but if marriage is not understood if it is driven outside of god's principles and guidelines it bites like it happens it devastates those that are in it instead of making them happy it makes them otherwise marriage has brought many people pains it has brought regrets it has brought losses marriage has made a lot of people to backslide some people because of their bad marriages will go to hell marriage has made some people to denounce christianity to backslide and go into nonsense marriage has driven some people to depression has driven some people to insanity have driven some people to their untimely grave that will not be your portion in the name of jesus by god's grace our marriages will be successful and those whose marriages are having problems now god will intervene how do i defeat how do you defeat the marriage giant there is no way we can talk exhaustively about marriage it cannot be exhausted so like i said this afternoon while talking about ill health or healthiness please you will need to go and do more research you have heard a lot about it you will need to apply it and put it to work and you will need to watch over your marriage that nothing evil happens to it i said long time ago whatever is of benefit to you guard it jealously guard your marriage jealously guard your home jealously guard your children jealously guard your business jealously whatever guard your anointing jealously whatever is of benefit to you god did jealously and marriage is to bring god's benefit how do you check the marriage killer how do you check the giants killing marriages and making people miserable i just decided that in this year's conference I want to pick on those critical areas of human issues. So we spoke about prosperity. We spoke about health. Now we are talking about marriage. Tomorrow, we'll talk about another thing. And I expect you to go and run with all this. I'm sharing it very practically because life is practical. I'm sharing this so that we will not be blaming God in ignorance. There are a lot of people blaming God. Why did you make me poor? From what you have from me today, does God make anybody poor? Talk to me now. No, the Bible says, He becometh poor. 
He becomes poor. People become poor. God does not make people poor. People become sick. God does not make anybody sick. People run into problem marriages. God does not put anybody into problem marriages. What put people into all this problem is ignorance. No guide. No mentor. Disobedience. That is what put people into it. So please, guard your life. Use these things to profile your life. Be honest with yourself. And make the needed correction. Where correction can be made. Make the needed correction. And then mentor your children and the people that look up to you with this knowledge so that they don't fall into the same mistake that other people had fallen into. So, number one, marry in line with God's word. I say on WhatsApp, the best solution to marriage problem is to marry well. The best solution to marriage, marriage problem is to marry correctly. Marry the right person. Problems in marriages are not easy to solve. And if I will be very frank with you, some are not soluble. Some have no solution. It is too compounded, especially in our Nigerian setting. Because strange factors have been brought in, different from the concept of the owner of marriage. God conceptualized marriage. And there's a way he meant marriage to work. People had brought up marriage. Many people marriages can be illustrated with Nigerian problem. This is our country. Nigeria is a problem country. And the Lord jam over this country only God. Did you hear what I said? Did you see how we are praying in Living Spring Chapel? We are praying for God to restructure us peacefully. This country cannot go on like this. We will kill ourselves. This country cannot go on like this. This is a fraud. This is not a country at all. It's not a country. It is fraud. Woven together by the colonial masters. Accentuated by the military rule of almost 30 years. And superimpose one ethnic group over all the other groups. And we are so enslaved, so intertwined to them, there is no way to get out. No way, except God. No way. The ethnic domination killing this country has shut us down in every respect, dominated everywhere. Taking over the government, the security, taking over the parliament, taking over the democracy. And we begin to say, We are our people. I don't want to go into that. Let's just be praying. We take God. There is no nation in the world you can compare with Nigeria. Go see. Go see. No nation is like this in the world. The Lord jam is too much. So how are you going to change? You get to parliament and lower me. You get to judiciary, they have taken it over. You get to the police, they have taken it over. Custom, everywhere. Immigration, everywhere. You can't change the law. Who will vote in the parliament? They are three quarter. How are you going to change it? What are you going to do? Can you take census in this country? Is it possible to do census in this country? Possible. 
they will just that figure touching Babel in 1957. <laughs> we are not up to 200 million in this country, it's a lie. We are far. And when you build on lies, nothing stands. We don't know our number. We don't know our number. How can you make provision in your household when you don't know how many people you will cook for? How will your, house, how will your wife buy material from the market? How will you sew dresses you don't know how many children you want to sew dress for? It's beyond reasoning. It will take God and shut down, totally shut down. But I know God will rescue us. I know God. There's a way God intervenes when it is beyond human being. There was no way the children of Israel could leave Egypt. Pharaoh has totally captured them. But one night, one night, somebody say one night, Nigeria shall be delivered from full and domination. Nigeria shall be delivered. Full and is only three million, for God's sake. Only three million. But they have circled everybody, changed the law, the constitution to suit them alone. Even Shifabavi, my Lord did not help us. Did not help us. Baba wanted to rule a large empire. For three years, they left Chinanga. He would have allowed them to go to Burkina Faso. Baba thought he can give them education and change them. Baba Dabai. Amen. All the evils in this country, all the evils, the polio, scourge, the IVF, the poverty, children on the street, poverty, banditry, Boko Haramis, killing, everything is from northeast, northwest. If you remove northeast and northwest from Nigeria, Nigeria will sanitize. But how are you going to remove it? I want to go and But there is a God. Somebody said there is a God. Nigeria shall be delivered. That is exactly what marriages is. Many marriages are log-jammed. Pastors, when you sit down talking to some, <laughs> you just look and say, Therefore, the best solution to marriage is never to make mistake at all. The best solution to many marriages is that you marry correctly, you marry rightly. Therefore, all parents, all pastors, all leaders, we are going to talk about youth tomorrow. We must guide our youth not to fall into the mistakes of the elders. So, marry in line with God's word. Second Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14 to 16. He said, do not be unequally yoked together with the unbeliever. You know the rest of that scripture. Don't violate that scriptures. Those of you that are not yet married, congratulations. Blessed are your ears that hear what you hear before you take that step. It is a, that's why I compare it with Nigerian problem. There are some of my children here, some of my sons here, that uh, as I was talking about Nigerian problem, daddy, 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 daddy. They cannot arrest me. We are saying the truth. So that the church will wake up and know how to pray. And not just pray and know the steps to take. 
One of the rescuers of this nation ought to be the church. By the grace of God, church will wake up. Don't violate this golden rule. If you don't want the giant, married giant killer to come into your marriage. Number two, marry a seriously committed born again child of God. This is to those that are not yet married, but to all of us, because we are their pastors, we are their counselors, we are their parents, we are their leaders, we are their mentors. Don't just marry a Christian by name, but very committed. It is not all those who go to church that are truly Christians. Ah, somebody said to me, Daddy, how are we going to know? Matthew chapter 7, verse 20. Matthew chapter 7, verse 20, he said, By their fruit you shall know them. Somebody asked me a question on WhatsApp a few days ago. He said, Daddy, all these things you are saying about marriage, they are good, but all these brothers in the church won't buy no sex before marriage. They don't want to hear. I said, The one that does not want to hear, run away from him. There are those who will hear and abide. By their fruit you shall know them. Except you yourself are not a genuine Christian. Except you yourself are not genuine. Do you know something? You cannot fake Christianity for long. You cannot fake being born again for To be born again is a change of nature. It's a change of nature. So, if he's not born again, and, it's, and there are many pretenders in church, even here tonight, there are pretenders who, there are many pretenders in church who pretend to be Christian, but they are not. But it's not difficult to know. If you are patient and watchful, you will catch them unawares. Their nature, that their sinful nature, will come up from time to time. So, if anybody's, and I have a lot of people, when I marry him, I thought he was a Christian. I said, you are daft. If you relate with somebody for a week, you will know whether he's a Christian or not. Lies will have come up. Sorry, sorry. The nature, that nature, that nature, lie nature, sinful nature. You can't fake it. I, I did business with a business partner. I didn't know he was a fake Christian. You are daft. Because you can't pretend for long. No. He will show. He will show. It's a change of nature. Except you yourself don't have a change nature. Except you are, you are a GBT man. You will know that this one is a nominal Christian. His Christianity is not deep. He doesn't have value. You will know. Galatians chapter. You will know. Galatians 5.22 You will know the fruit of the Spirit will be there. Anybody that does not have the fruit of the Spirit demonstrating it is a nominal Christian. You don't marry such people. And you don't go too deeply with such people. I said something on WhatsApp. Was it today or yesterday? Whoever does not fear God will mess you up. Any man that does not fear God will mess you up. Either in business or in marriage. Please, don't let anyone deceive you and don't deceive yourself. Galatians 5, 
22 and 23 and second corinthians 6 14 to 16 add the two together you will know who to marry add second corinthians 6 14 to 16 to galatians 5 22 to 23 add the two together who is a true christian we show we show the bible goes so went so deeply what fellowship what relationship has this and this what it is has this and this and when we got to galatians he began to tell us the fruit that the life of a genuine christians bear add it together number three are you friends the person you want to spend the rest of your life with are you friends most of the older generation married in total blindness in total ignorance of all these rules you must not you must not marry your friends is the mantra marry your friend and keep that friendship on to life to life to life number four common interest a husband and a wife that will enjoy their marriage and the marriage killer will not come must have the same interest the same view about life you must view life the same way not that you are thinking right he is thinking left i have said to the young people singles a man or a woman with whom you argue on everything can never be your spouse you argue unendingly on everything a marriage that will have problem later the signs will have been there when you are cutting you never see things the same way you never agree before you finish say no no against the return no no you know that one you are not seeing the same way don't ever attempt it it's going to bite you like it's happened nothing is wrong with him nothing is wrong with her you are just not wired the same way you are not just wired he will find somebody with whom they can flow you too will find somebody with whom wait for your own person marriage is supposed to be between two friends two friends never argue unendingly because they are wired the same way they see things almost the same way then number five are you socially compatible social compatibility somebody said on whatsapp i'm only a school sad holder and this woman i want to marry her don't her masters she's on her phd can we marry i say no you are not socially compatible your friends latitude of friend will not be the same he will be talking about her friends at idia hall at queen's hall there is no way and when her friend comes you will be intimidated They'll be talking about their years in postgraduate school. This one with that prof. This one. You will be envious. You will be angry. You will soon be beating her. Because you are, you are not speaking the same language. You are not in the same world, so to say, socially. Marry your social equal. Number six, do you like him as a person? Don't marry somebody you don't like. One of the reasons... Many husband and wife quarrel and there is nothing you can do to solve the problem is that they don't like themselves. 
physically. Don't marry somebody you don't like. If you cannot like a short man or a short woman, don't marry him, don't marry her. Wedding day will not make him turn out. <laughs> Wedding day will not make him turn out. Is this going to remain short? And let me increase your laugh or your laughter. Not only will he be short, your children may resemble him. So you won't like him, you won't like your children. Kukuru Sambi, everyone say Kuru. You know, it's a gene. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And there are some people that like short people. It's good that way. Short people are good. Tall people are good. You are not just meant for each other. And I like those who like, I'm, I'm, I've seen taller people who love shorter people. Just anybody you want. Marriage is a physical thing. This is a person you will see every day. The first to see in the morning, the last to see at night. This is the person that will come and run and meet you and open the door. This person you will embrace. That's why. Don't you see that even in church, many husband and wife, they are too shy to walk together. I used to see them, some of them. They will come in through the door. One will go east, one will go west. Hey, they joke on me. No. They never go out together. You must be proud of the person you want to marry. It must be good to you. When Adam saw Eve, he loved her. This is the flesh of my flesh, the bone of my bone. When Isaac saw Rebekah on the feed and he was coming, he loved her and he took her to her mother. You must like the person you want to marry physically. After all the spiritual things, don't marry out of blindness. So that was the older generation. 90% of them are not happy. I'm telling you, these are things nobody will tell you openly. But they are the truth. Hello, me could like your poem. Let me like your poem. It doesn't dress well. It doesn't. You have seen her like that. And please, whatever your husband saw in you that made him to want to marry you, keep it up. If he loves slim people, don't explode though. And when your spouse is complaining about a thing, take care of it too. He loves slim people. He loves you slim. And that does not make them non spiritual. You may say a pastor is so carnal tonight. The only of edges will cover. <laughs> if your husband is complaining, your tummy is shooting out. Your sins are dropping. Uh, please find what to do about it. Google. See your doctor. Discipline yourself. And if it is the wife that is complaining about the husband, we are, we are meant for each other. The Bible says the man does not have authority over himself. The woman does not have authority over herself. It is better not to have been married than to marry and find yourself in problem. Marital issues kill people. Give them high blood pressure. We must live from them. Kill them prematurely. I have seen people whose marriages drove to psychiatric hospital. Only a doubt out of depression. Please, 
These are real things. We don't talk it on the pulpit. People are dying quietly on the pew. Do something about it. When your spouse is complaining, don't say, leave me, leave me, leave me. Don't say, at least I'll be married. If you like, go out. If you like, go out. Don't say that. Do whatever he's saying. As much as possible. Let him see you making efforts. Let's go for a workout. Let's go and do jogging. I know. <laughs> if you have said that when he was cutting you, he would have left you, JJ. Don't say you have not entered the house. Nothing matters again. Say, Pastor, thank you. Say, Pastor, thank you. Amen. You must like what you saw. And please keep it that way. God will not give you what you don't like. No. He said, who of you? Whose children will ask for fish and they will give them and they ask for bread? God will not give you what you don't like. Make sure you like the man. Make sure they like the woman. And keep liking him and keep liking her till death. Keep liking him. Keep liking her till death. And then, this one is for women. Don't let any man give you condition for marriage. And say, unless you satisfy this and satisfy this, I can't consider you for marriage. No. Whoever will marry you should marry you as you are. Marry me as I am. Love me as I am. If anybody gave you condition before you will consider whether to marry you or not, that's not your husband. That's not your wife. Love me as I am. Like me as I am. Marry me. Help me to finish it now. Then after marriage, every one of us must continue to ask for the grace to keep loving our spouses. After marriage, the only thing remaining is grace. It is too late to say, I don't want to marry him again. It is too late to say, I don't want to marry her again. It's a cross, and you must ask God for the grace. That is, if things turn the other way, if it is after marriage that your eyes opened, that why did I go into this? As a Christian, that want to remain a Christian, you should turn it into your cross and ask God to give you grace. He said to Paul the Apostle, my grace is sufficient for you. I pray for people here today who may be going through these kind of challenges, the grace of God will be enough for you. Grace covers a multitude of things. Love your spouse, love your wife, love your husband, as much as possible. Number seven, engage. I want to talk about communication. Communication in marriage, very, very crucial to silence the marriage killer. Husband and wife must communicate, engage themselves from time to time. Does not matter the problems you are passing through, as long as you are still communicating, there is hope. Communication. Don't let communication die in your marriage. Even if you are fighting, even if you are quarreling, make sure you are still discussing. Don't separate rooms. A lot of you are guilty of this one now. Even Christians, bishops and pastors. Don't separate rooms from each other. Husband and wife, don't live in separate rooms. No. Why? Because I just spoke about communication now. Many of you will bear me witness. If you are, if you are busy couples... And most of us are busy. The best time left for communication is at night. Before you fall asleep. We are not talking. It's not sex, sex, sex all the time. 
but communication unburdening one's heart there are women who are tired burdening in their heart the man is not there to listen the man is not i'm busy don't you see that i'm busy he will close late in the office and carry file back home he's busy with his ipad he's connected to his gadget this woman want to talk. This ah kosaye jakin sheto matubaya sekoti ya jakodola. You are killing her. She wants to talk. Listen, even if you don't have solution, listen. Listening to what somebody has to say is a therapy. Let her unburden him, and the same thing it can be woman. Let him unburden his heart, and much of those talkings are done before you finally sleep. But when from the kitchen and from the dining hall, you have gone to sleep. If somebody said to me, my husband will enter his room and lock the door. Eh? One day I saw pregnancy in her. I said, who went to who? No, no, no. That's ridiculous. Let nothing. And as I talk now, there are many of you that have separated room. Husband and wife that have separated room here. Raise up your hand quickly and put it down. <laughs> Raise up your hand very quickly and put it down. Don't let anybody see you. Sorry, I know you are there. It is wrong. It is wrong. It is wrong. First Corinthians chapter 7 verse 5. He said, defraud ye not one another. He said, except with consent for the time. And you may give yourself to fasting and prayer. And come together quickly again. That Satan tempt you not for your incontinence. He was talking about sex. But it's not all about sex. It's more about communicating. Onboarding each other's heart. Each heart to each other. And talking about things of life generally. 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 Then number eight, look away from each other's weaknesses and celebrate each other's strength. There is no human being without some weaknesses and there are no human beings without some strength. If you want to keep the giant out of your marriage, talk less about your spouse's weaknesses. Celebrate more of his or her strength. That woman certainly has some areas of strength. That woman certainly, that man certainly has some areas of strength. Celebrate each other's strength. Talk less about each other's weaknesses. If you are going to keep the giant out of your marriage. Number nine, be transparent and be sincere with each other. Be transparent. The Bible said the two of them were naked and they were not ashamed. That's talking about transparency. Be transparent. Be honest. Be sincere. With each other. Discuss everything. Business. Career. Her health. She's, her, his health. His problem at work. Her challenges in the market. Discuss everything. When you are going home. After work. You have a lot in your heart you want to share with your spouse. It should be there for you. Husband, be there for your wife. Wife, be there for your husband. That's how God made us. And when the atmosphere at home does not give room for sharing, then he will share with somebody outside. 
problem is coming. Problem is coming. There are many husbands, men, outside people know about more about them than their wives. Outside people know about their travails, their challenges, their issues more than their wife. That's why a lot of people end up marrying their secretaries. Because he's the one that Oga talked to. Kuroju Madam Mule. So the secretary comes, ah, Oga ye yaroni. Oga, why did you dress like this? Before he knows, we begin to tell all the problem at uh, I will find solution. I'll find problem. Where the handshake is going beyond the elbow. Problem is coming. A lot of wives lost their husbands because they are careless. Give to your husband what nobody else can give to him anywhere. He will keep coming back for you. He lost food. Every time he comes home, food is not ready. Every time he comes home, everything is already After a while, he comes and says, Am I worried? Wow, okay. Secretary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this thing may look like a joke. They are real. Problems don't happen one day. Now, small, small. Said a good woman keeps her home. Your husband wants you to be dressing well. Provided he can afford to provide the money. Dress well for him. Oh. Dress well. Provided he brings the money. Ah. Uh, didn't do your hair. Thank God if your husband notices your hair. Many husbands don't notice their husband. Except you call his attention to it. Ah, sorry. These things may look small, small. But little, little vines that destroy. Take care of it. Home is very important. A man that is not happy at home will not be his best at work. A woman that has lost her home will be miserable outside there. Home is important. Don't lose your home. Don't lose your husband. Don't spirit. Christians are the worst set of people when they come to this. Don't let somebody else take your husband. And it's not by fighting. I will go and fight her. I, will go. I said to people on WhatsApp, it's not the woman you go and fight. You take care of your husband. Something drove him out. Take care of that thing. So I go and fight that woman. Why can't you Except the woman, except the man does not have money. When a man has money and has influence, only fight you. <laughs> I told them, I told them in Lagos. I think it was if I don't true. When we were growing up. It is husband that sends wives packing. Say, as you go, don't enter this house again. You, but today is men that pack. That, no. <laughs> I've never seen anything like this before. You are the head of the home. And he takes his few shirts and put them on to. No, filele, filele. Everything has changed in our world. Christians. Take care of these things. Don't spiritualize it. 
Don't be good before marriage and turn something else after marriage. Don't. Celebrate each other. Notice each other's pain. And be the best friends of your husband. The best friend of your wife. When you do that, Yoruba people say, if there is no crack in the wall, lizard does not creep in. I have seen married people, old, they still hold hand. Aged people. Over 70, they still love themselves. Could you, could you, could you, could you say, I love this, I love this. It's because they kept it that way. Are you hearing me? And children from such home will be wonderful children. They saw the love between daddy and mommy. They grow in that world. Do you know one problem with me? Many men don't know how to love them. No, love right at all. Many Christian men are not romantic. No one romantic. They are not romantic. They won't come with flower. They won't come with one little thing. They won't come with a peck. They won't embrace and pamper. No. They don't know romance. You know why? The home where they came from, they didn't see love there. They didn't grow in an atmosphere of love. So, what they don't have, they cannot give. How you bring up your children is very, very important. Am I making sense? Have I gone carnal? Can I go spiritual? I'm be talking about the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. <laughs> oh, etini pastor call you know? And God sent me to you. Send me to this world. That is why WhatsApp is making waves all over the world. They never had did this raw before. <laughs> they are because they are dying quietly. They are dying quietly. They were looking. It was like the world was waiting for us. Who will bring a dynamic, practical approach to life? And that's why when you see me talk about marriage in the church, everybody will stay alive. And they want to hear more. They want to hear more. Because it's, it's a sore area which everybody is covering up, just managing, just struggling. And after a while, things fall apart. The center will not be able to hold again. That will not be anybody's passion again in Jesus' name. Please, hold your marriage, hold your home, hold your spouse, be close, do things together, talk together, don't separate rooms. That's where I've been. Don't separate rooms. Then I think I was talking about being transparent. Then please plan together. Husband and wife should plan together. Planning together. Okay? I have 30 more minutes. And it's 10 30, I will close. And execute. That's the time to be. Are you saying it's too fast or it's too long? Which one are you saying? He said, I said, plan together and execute your plans together. Amen. So please stay together. If there are people here who have separated rooms after this retreat, pack back into the same room. Why go to your husband and say, You heard what daddy said? If he refused to pack into the room with you, come and report to me. If he's a pastor, we will remove him from that place. If he's a deacon, we will remove him. If he's an elder, we will remove him. It's not a good example. 
You can't come to church and pretend when you are something else at home. Amen. Pray together. Eat together. Go to places together. Husband and wife that prays together, we stay together. Please, no separation of rooms. Say what God has joined together. Let nobody turn asunder. And that's why I want to talk briefly. Husband and wife must not separate themselves and live in different locations. It's wrong. Husband and wife should not separate themselves and live in different locations. Mark 7 verse 13. Media, give me Mark 7 verse 13. Let me see what is there. Separation between the husband and wife. <laughs> he said, making the word of God of no effect through your tradition which ye have delivered and many such like, like things do ye. Please, don't use tradition to make the word of God void. That's what he's saying there. A lot of us manage our home through tradition and custom, not through the word of God. In fact, most of the things I have said here today, they are against tradition and culture. How can a man be pampering his wife outside? And people say, ah, our tradition here, if I, the tradition that I came from, the tradition that I came from, you need to see how they build their houses, their traditional houses. They put women's rooms at the back. The husband is at the front. What betide that woman, that wife, when the husband is holding meeting with his friend? What betide that woman that will pass through that place? Every tradition and religion relegates women. Only Christianity blames women all. Women, you should thank God for the place he has placed you. I said to people, if men praise God for 30 minutes, women should praise him for one hour. It's only in Christ that women have relevance. In all traditions, in all cultures, in all religions, women are appendages, accessories. But in Christianity, he said we are the same. And please don't overplay it. As I've seen women who want to dominate their husband, who wants to rule their husband. Because the Bible says we are the same. Uh-uh. The Bible still says the husband is the head. Even though you are the neck, be careful how you twist him because you can twist him out if you are not careful. Therefore, for you to be in Nigeria and your husband to be in South Africa and you say for green grass, for greener grass, is wrong and wrong and wrong. What God has joined together, let no man put asunder. For husband to be here and the wife to be there is a mistake. I said to people, if your husband is traveling, travel with him. If he's transfer, be transferred with him. Go and look at those who have federal appointment that even within the country. I'm very sorry. Police, immigration, uniform men, even civil servants that just take from place to place. Because once you are married, you are supposed to stay married. And can you imagine me at this level now? Coming home not knowing what to eat. Coming home and be looking back in my jelly. Somebody has helped me thought of that. 
He said, you give me a helpmate. The room is dirty. The parlor is dirty. Nobody to watch the bathroom. I am not there. That is my wife. My wife is in Lesotho. How can you resist that temptation? What really want long? I said to somebody on WhatsApp today. He said the man came and is interested in her. And it looked like a good marriage. I said, but the man lives in America. He's here. He's coming to do it. I said, after wedding, join him. Don't be a Nigerian wife. There are many Nigerian wives. There are many that whose husband will never allow to come abroad. To pay your me alone. You're I will be sending money to you. Terrible tradition. Terrible tradition. You go and be working. Bring money. I'll be taking care of the children in school. You have used your tradition to set the word of God aside. There is no place on earth where there is no money. There's money in Nigeria. There's money abroad. There's life in Nigeria. There's life abroad. So if you choose to live abroad, go with your spouse. Go with your family. Children that grow with the husband, the father, and the mother over viewing them, monitoring them, training them, they are always different. Single parent children always have some little, little things. Except where it is unfortunate. Maybe the, one, of the, one of the spouses died. Maybe. We can understand that. But because of greener grass, because of education, because of work, you come and go abroad. And they will say, when we set you, I will come. And... My question is that, did they ever get set you over there? Did they ever set you? Because it's settlement. And it's even worse now to get paper. To get paper. Arrange marriage. You know? I come and I'm born winning, winning. And you go and do a regime with a woman, especially a Nigerian woman. Ah. You be one bit to die. You feel like a friend, you feel Sarabeso, Wagbag, Betty Lady, Ramiramilari, and Ramiramiadi, and there are more Babala was in London than Nigeria. There are more. Don't, don't, don't violate scripture. Don't use tradition to kiss scripture. There is nowhere you cannot make it if you follow these teachings. You make it here, you make it there. Somebody said to me, where is the best place to live? The best place to live is where your purpose is fulfilled. The best place to live is where you are adding value. The best place is to, to live is where you are making impact. Not just to eat. To eat alone is animalistic. If all you want in life is just to eat, to eat. That's what animals do. I told you in this morning, money is a means to an end. Don't go and look for money and look for money until you, the very purpose of life, you never reach there. That will not be your portion. Let us begin to re- get ready to close. Please. Marriage, giant killers in marriage. These are the steps to take and make sure that the enemy that kills marriages never get close to you. Let your children grow under the watchful eyes of both parents. Even under the watchful eye of both parents, you are still you you will still have to belt up for the children to go the way you want. The mother is scolding the daddy saying yes, yes. 
have you, have, you, have you noticed kids before? When their father shouts on them or scolds them, they cry to mommy. When mommy scolds them, they cry to daddy. But if daddy and mommy blink to each other, you scold him there, you scold him here, they will know that he has to behave. He has to behave. And when they are separated and they are growing up, when the mother is trying to scold, he will run to daddy. When daddy is trying to, he will run to him. Such children never, they, something go out of balance. Don't bring children to the world that will become problem to the world. Then I say, build together spiritually. Husband and wife should build together spiritually. Serve together in the church. Be like Priscilla and Aquila. Let there be a house church in your house. Deacon and deaconesses, elder and deacon, pastor and pastor, serve God together. Our purpose of existence is to serve God. Then finally, build your financial life together. There is what we call family business. Family business. Each family should build their businesses together. Build a financial life together. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9. Two are better than one. For they have a better reward for themselves. If a husband and a wife will trust themselves. And I end on this note. If a husband and a wife will trust themselves. Believe in themselves. Honest with themselves. Sincere with themselves. No hanky-panky. No shady deal. No private planning. They are open. The two of them were naked and they were not ashamed. If two people in marriage will love themselves, trust themselves, believe in themselves, they put together. There is nothing they decide to do that will not be done. In fact, they will be rich. They will be powerful. But when somebody, one is suspecting the other, oh, man, oh, that's tradition. Tradition is coming in. Man, you join them to build to the top. If that is your mentality, or women are. Ah, you want to show your secret to women? You are dead. Ah, women. Women are evil. You want a woman to know how much you have? To know your property? And know your investment? You are dead. If that is your mentality, you have failed the scripture. Husband and wife are supposed to trust themselves, honest with themselves, sincere with themselves, build a financial future for themselves. Go and find out. Few husband and wife that understood this principle that build together, work together, they are always up there. They are always together up there. But one there is doubt. One there is suspicion. Somebody wrote to me on WhatsApp. You will hear that tomorrow morning. He said, Daddy, help me. I don't know what to do with my husband. My husband is always angry when I want to send money to my parents and my siblings. But if it is his own sibling and parents, no problem. There are husbands like that to be shame with me, you. Some of them are like that. <laughs> I said, in an ideal marriage, you celebrate each other's parents. His parents are your parents, your parents are his parents. But there are men who will not have it that way. And I was saying to, I said, is your husband on the same platform? Let him listen to this. Let me ask him. He also has small, small guests that are growing up. Is spending a fortune on them. Send them to university. Become married. How will he feel when those guests are married and the husband says you should not remember your father again? Say, so how will he feel? Let him listen to this. And then have a conversation after. 
Please, we have to be considerate. That's why all these joint accounts and all the kind of... I mean, when they spend money on the husband's side, the husband is happy. But the wife wants to spend money on the wife's side. Has he forgotten that that woman came from a family? And he has parents that also labored and sent her to school? And the period he should pay back. A man say no. Or he's angry. These are the things that destroys marriage. Then the woman will begin to hide things. The woman will begin to hide things. There are women, there are wives who build houses their husband don't know about. There are husbands that build houses their wives don't know anything about. There are, there are bankers, I don't want to mention them. There are humongous money in several bank accounts. The owner is dead. Nobody knew he has anything there. People will have businesses, have investment. Their wives knows nothing about. In fact, girlfriends know more about many men than their wives. Is that what marriage is supposed to be? We just bastardize it. Giants. I want us to prophesy. Giant in every home in Living Spring. Giant in your own home. May they die tonight. Rise up and let us pray. Rise up and let us pray. Killing the giants that kill marriages. Killing the giants that kill relationships. I want you to pray. Two prayers. Pray for your own family. Pray for your own marriage if you are married. Pray for your own family if you are not yet married. And then we will pray for living spring chapel families. Two prayers. Everybody lift up your voice and pray for your own home. Pray for your own home. Pray for your own children. Pray for your husband. Pray for your wife. Pray for your parents. If you are not yet married, let's pray for our homes. More of God, more of his grace, more of his power in our homes, in our marriages. Let's begin to prophesy success, breakthrough, love, oneness, advancement happiness and fulfillment into our marriages husband and wife get home and do something about this message get home and have a conversation if it's already sweet it must be sweeter and if there are challenges they must be overcome your home must not fail your marriage must not fail your children must not grow wayward they must be children of your dream pray for your own marriage pray for your own home at the presence of God, the grace of God, the joy that is there now, the honeymoon will not diminish. And if there are situations, ask God to intervene. Ask God to help you also to be humble. To be humble so that that home will not have crisis. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's begin to prophesy to Living Spring Chapel homes. Living Spring Chapel families. All over the world. Living Spring Chapel families, you will not fail. Living Spring Chapel homes, you will not fail. Living Spring Chapel children, you will grow to be great. Let's prophesy to homes in Living Spring Chapel all over the world. All over the world. Great homes will make a great church. Great homes will make a great church. Devastated homes will make devastated church. Let's pray for our homes to be what God meant it to be. To be sweet, to be happy. Husband and wife building together 
loving and caring building their financial life building their spiritual life god meant us to be an unbeatable team prophesy to all marriages all homes all families in living spring chapel commission in jesus name we pray don't let this prayer end here pray for your homes regularly pray for living spring chapel homes regularly if the homes are not happy the church cannot be growing the church cannot be fulfilled may god make our homes happy wherever there are issues may god bring solution may god make husband and wife humble enough to love themselves back again in jesus name put your hands together for the lord Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and ensure you subscribe to get more podcasts to keep you on the success track. While others say there is a casting down, for you that you'll be a lifting up. I love you.